And now, ladies and gentlemen, from Knoxville, Tennessee, it's the Ed and Bob Show. go a little singing for you get you started the ed and bob show we're glad to be back i'm bob you heard ed a second ago so let's get it all into gear we've got an exciting uh, contest we're going to start today so we're going to tell you about that so uh hang tight on that if you like the stock market and follow it we're going to let you join us and challenge ed and i to see if you can pick stocks better uh over the next uh, few months and uh won't cost you a penny as well so well, uh, it has been a hot couple of days here. I mean, boy, just blistering. I was looking at the weather forecast. It's going to be for the next two weeks, nothing but in the 90s. And the feels like will be at least 100 or more one day or two days. 105 is the feels like. So uh, elderly people need to stay in, stay cool, and take care of those. Make sure you... If you know somebody who does not have air conditioning, make sure they have a fan or something. Be sure and take care of each other. But we're glad you're here. And we're going, let's see, my household, it's been you know, a long time since we've been back to normal. And uh, we got another week that's gone by. And our, we've, as we've been talking about, we got a new dog who is Roxy. And she's been doing well. She's uh, learning. She has not um, had any mistakes in the house, if you will, for almost a week. So that's good news. And, uh, you always want to see that moment eventually uh, happen. Uh, the uh, Everybody's healthy uh, here. Mom is 91 and doing very well. We're very pleased that she's doing so well. Um, and I, um, uh, you know, just been tired working at home, doing the same kind of thing. Uh, I, I thought the world was opening up, but it seems like it's, uh, it's, uh, Slipping back, and we're going to be talking about that during the show today. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I really look forward to talking about this contest and uh, getting it going and getting people involved in that. Maybe get your mind off the other stuff going on in the world, right? So uh, let's see here. Let's find out what's going on with Ed. Now, we I had I had dinner with Ed just the other night, so it's first time since he said December. So. Uh, he was looking well, and and his wife is beautiful as always. So, Ed, how you doing, brother? Hey, everybody! Welcome into the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Ed. That was Bob. You heard just a minute ago. I am doing fine. No changes with me at all. Uh, at matter of fact, I, I the only thing I've changed is I actually shaved this week uh, with a razor, and I was growing a mustache. I used to have a mustache all the time, and I grew a mustache, and I thought, you know what? 
I'm too old for this. So I shave the mustache. I feel a lot better about that. But, I, you know, you shave every three days when you don't have anything to do, and we don't have anything to do, right? So I'm still at home, but we get out every day and kind of check it out and stuff. It's uh, the family's doing good, so that's all right. Got to go over to the Bob Thomas and the Kim Thomas house the other night and enjoy a fabulous dinner over at a restaurant, so it's good to see them. Now, Bob, on the other hand, has not cut his hair in months, and his his beard is long. I didn't recognize him. Now, Kim's just as beautiful as ever, so there wasn't any problem there at all. So I did recognize her, and it looked like they were getting along just fine, too. So... Uh, you know, I've, some of my family's down at the beach, and Destin, my son, and his wife, and their baby, and they send pictures every day and email, and they're staying away from everybody. It looked like they're pretty comfortable out there on the beach. It wasn't crowded, and the sand's nice and white, and the water's real clear, so I'm happy for them. So everybody in our family's pretty healthy, so we're glad about that. Let's get this episode going here, Bob. Anything going on in the world? Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world, isn't there, brother? All right, Ed, let's see. Let's get started with the coronavirus. Uh, see these spikes. Um, you know, Florida set a one-day record for the most uh, cases in one day. Uh, Los Angeles has now gone back, shut down all bars, and also said restaurants can no longer have dining inside. And I wonder if we're not headed back to that here on the East Coast as well, or maybe here in Tennessee. I think everybody's got to be careful, you know, um, I still see, even though it's mandated that people in uh, where we live must wear a mask inside buildings, I still see people without it, and people are adamant, saying they're not going to do it and things like that. And, and even some of my close friends said they're not going to wear a mask. And I, I don't, you know, I'm sorry. I don't get that. I think we've got to, if not for you, for my mom, for your elderly parents for uh, for yourself for your family so for other families you know let's try to take care of each other and, and put up with it I mean, it's not that difficult to wear a mask i mean you just do it so um well, and i hope we slow this thing down we were doing well and everybody got overconfident and look what we got schools knox county schools where we live I haven't really heard a definitive answer yet. I don't know how Ed's going to answer this. I kind of think you can't let the kids get any further behind. You can't get behind on education. So you got to have it one way or another. Um, I, don't, I think one of the biggest problem is teachers, professors, things like that, people that may not want to be in the classroom. I don't know that it's going to be so much the parents afraid to send their kids because kids – are the least likely to get the coronavirus and get ill or, or ill enough to uh, uh, be seriously ill. Um, but maybe the teachers and the professors in our colleges and stuff that don't want to go, so that may be a problem there. Maybe forced into doing um, uh, at home or, or you know teach at home. Uh, and maybe maybe school will be voluntary. You know, you you can come if you want, and we'll see what teachers show up and kind of go from there. Maybe extra pay for teachers that do it. I don't know. You know, but everybody's got to wear a mask and take care of each other, uh, and make sure that we do teach our children where some place, whether it be at home, 
online or in a school with a lot of social distancing and things like that. Talk of a vaccine before fall, Ed, I don't know. I just don't see that happening. I think it's going to be next year. I really do. I think that's hopeful thinking, wishful thinking, as they say. Uh, I'd love to see a vaccine soon. I'll be the first one to run down there and get one. Um, And I know um, I I haven't heard this question answered lately, but who do we blame for this virus? And I honestly am almost starting to wonder if this did not come from communist China, knowing it would spread to the U.S. and hopes that it would cripple the U.S. I'm just... I know I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but I'm starting to think there is something behind this, and it was something that was hope would cripple the United States and uh, you know make it bankrupt. So I don't know. Who do you blame for this? And uh, what are you seeing out there? I, I went to uh, Home Depot a couple of times. All the employees are now wearing masks, but they're half of the people, or maybe a third, are not wearing masks in there. Um, and they'll see people with a mask on don't have a mask on their kids. Uh, I don't know. I just, it just seems like, as I said before, wearing a mask shouldn't be that big of a deal. And college sports, they're really starting to talk about it now. I saw where the Big Ten said they're only play conference schedules. And if the SEC only played conference schools, I don't. I don't see the advantage in that, personally. I mean, you might as well play them all uh, if you're going to play. Um, uh, y- your biggest problem may be coaches and players that don't want to take a chance getting sick. So what if you got a, a star player that's going to be um, possibly win the Heisman, and then somebody on the team has catches the coronavirus – and then nobody on the team can play for two weeks, or they can't practice, or they can't be around each other for two weeks. I mean, how do you how do you do that? I don't know the answer to that. Somebody, somebody explain that to me. Um, I don't know. You have you have uh, team sports um, unless if somebody gets sick and you're supposed to be quarantining. How do you do that? I don't know. I, I think I think somehow or other colleges are going to play sports this year, and so will pros. Uh, I know some of the pros are going to play like in Orlando or some other town and not uh, in front of front of fans. Um, but I think college sports will play one way or another, and that's why they're forcing students to go back to school uh, because NCAA said you can't have college sports without college students going to school. But I think the Games will be played some way or other. I don't know who's going to be allowed to go to the games or what the requirements will be, but I think colleges want that money uh, just too bad is is what I think. Ed, what are your thoughts? You know, I was in Target the other day, and I made a point to look at every person I could see, and everyone had a mask on. All the employees had their mask on, and every customer had this over the weekend. So there were a lot of people in there, and everybody had a mask on. Now, I don't think it's the same at Walmart. They say it's kind of optional there, but they suggest that you do wear a mask. The grocery stores wear the mask. And it it, it seems to me that it's catching on anyway. It's about time. But uh, it looks like a lot of people are wearing their mask, and I'm glad about that. So, you know, it it, uh, that, that will help. That will help, that's for sure. 
Now, I want to talk about the schools for just a moment. I just cannot imagine that through this many deaths and this many states with spikes and all this coronavirus everywhere that the schools are going to be open and they're safe. I just can't imagine that they're going to be safe. Now, I don't understand what Donald Trump's point is, and we're going to open the school. Boom. Well, that's easy for him to say, but parents may have another thought. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. I think what's going to happen is the schools, the white, the white kids will be kept at home or homeschooled or going to a private school or doing something else. And I think the, uh, uh, the parents are not going to let their children go in there and be exposed to other people with the coronavirus. And I'm not sure the teachers will be exposed to it. So is it going to open in Knox County on August the 10th? I don't know. But I think that there's a difference there in how the schools will be treated. Uh, these spikes around the country are just phenomenal. I mean, I can't imagine 19,000 people getting the coronavirus in like, what was it, one day or two days, something like that. They're talking about a vaccine before fall. Yeah, maybe, um, probably by Christmas. And the other thing is a pro sports. You know, we're really talking about it now. You know, college and pro, we're really getting into it. So uh, I I think the University of Tennessee will have football. I think that they will play their they will play a schedule of only the SEC games, and I think that there will be separation between the people on the stands, and they may only let season ticket holders attend. So, but they will have some type of football. I'm pretty sure about that. So uh, keep the mask on, folks, and, you know, find you a politician to blame. I don't know that any politicians are at fault for this, but I do think that they could do something to help stop the riots and things like that. Get out in front. And uh, so that's what I'm talking about. All right, the elections are starting up, local and state races, just before the presidential. So uh, what's the biggest factor in races? Yeah, we're, we're getting ready to start voting, so the elections are cranking up. And I was wondering about that. What are going to be the things that will be talked about the most in these races? If, you're, if you were a candidate, what would you be talking about? So as you're listening to this, pretend you're a candidate. What would you be talking about to get yourself elected? And I go back to what the Clinton campaign did so well. They said it's the um, economy, stupid. And I think unemployment, uh, getting people back to work is the number one thing that I would be talking about. Now, I realize that ties into the coronavirus, but still, unemployment, getting people back to work. Um, I think... Uh, the coronavirus probably number two because that's a factor in the unemployment we have and getting people back to work. Uh, race relations, you know, as long as there have been people with differences, there's always going to be um, that division, whether it be race or whether it be uh, uh, religion, uh, boundaries, borders. Whatever divides us or makes us different from each other is always going to be there uh, to divide us. Uh, And I think, 
when times are really good, that's when we try to find something to divide us. And then when things are bad, like 9-11, you know, we all come together. It didn't make any difference what color you were, what religion you were, at least in America. Uh, we all stood together. So anyway, uh, other things I'd be talking about is law and order um, and the violence there is in America in certain towns. It, if you live in the United States of America, there's a certain amount of belief that you'll be safe, you know, if you don't go in the wrong places. You're not now out late at night. You're not doing bad things. Uh, you know, there is a reasonable uh, belief that you will be safe if you just follow the law and you're careful where you go. You look out for yourself. But when people are being uh, caught up in this uh, violence that's going on now, and then we're talking about defunding the police, when actually we probably ought to be doubling the funds for the police department. Let's start making it a competition to even get those jobs, and you start bringing in uh, better people, and you won't have uh, these uh, few rogue cops that make them all uh, suffer from what they've done. Other things talking about, you know, people say, you know, tearing down monuments and things like that. I think You can't rewrite history. But you, um, I, I, I don't, you, move, you can move monuments if you want to, but you don't do it by mob rule. You vote on it and you decide to move it. Um, you know, I, I'm not big on a lot of monuments anyway, to be honest with you, for people. Um, I remember there was a rule when I lived in California, there was a rule in Los Angeles that no schools could be named after anybody. It was only named after whatever street ran in front of it. So if it was Union Street in front of a school, it was called the Union Street School. And that way there's no politics in naming schools after people. And I I personally wish we would do that uh, here in East Tennessee and in Knoxville. I mean, I know we've got schools that are named after people, Doyle, after Mildred Doyle, and, you know, there's other schools like that, but I, I'm fine with them being named whatever street runs in front of them. Uh, that would have made my high school uh, named uh, Chihuahua, uh High School, so <laughs> and that's fine with me. But it can't be mob rule. We can't have mobs making decisions. And now we got people uh, wanting to change all the names of sports teams. Well, I really don't care about that either, personally. I mean, why can't it just be Tennessee, uh, Florida, Florida State, uh, Washington uh, for the you know the Redskins? I hear they're changing their name. I don't think you have to have these nicknames. I think that was something from long ago. Uh, I just don't think it's that important. Uh, there's a lot of other ways to fire up your fans. Well, I have, I have a mascot that has to come from the name of your sports team. So what do you think, Ed? You know, if I were running for office or if I was a candidate, uh, I, I don't know that I would talk about all this stuff that's going on in America unless somebody asked me a question about it. I think I would talk about my experience, my family, who I am, and my values, what I think. Uh, I'm not sure that I would do what a lot of people are doing, and that's put Trump on your card and associate yourself with Trump. I would not associate, not not you know, not disown him. However, I don't think that's a big deal. Uh, and and so much of this is out of everybody's control. So a lot of this is going on. 
So it, it to me, I wouldn't talk about it if I were a candidate. I would just talk about myself and what I would do, how I'd be available for you if you needed a phone call or anything that I could do. Uh, but, you know, this thing, this race relations, this go, it, it's like a cycle. It comes around ever so often, like the late 60s. You've heard me say before when we had the, the riots out in, uh, where was it, Southern California, Los Angeles, and, and D- Detroit. And, and a lot of burning and looting in stores and things like that. And now these monuments are coming down. Uh, the only one I was concerned about was John Wayne. I just couldn't see what John Wayne had to do with race relations, but evidently it did because he, he, um, he made some public comment one time about white people being superior, I guess, or I've been told that. So, you know, I don't know that we're rewriting history, uh, history is going to stay the same, but I think what we're doing by taking the monuments down is not honoring these people uh, for what they did. And I saw today where the Redskins have decided to change their name, the Washington Redskins football team. But it, it uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what they were going to call it, though. You know, I mean, you think of all the jerseys that's been sold think about all the hats that's been sold my brother he loves washington redskins and he's got a shirt he's got a hat he's got all that stuff so what's he going to do now you'll have to buy something else so they better be careful what they rename them it better be a good strong name that's for sure and you know i saw where the california governor has ordered widespread closures of businesses as the cases of the coronavirus has surged out there again, they're 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 closing the patios now and and going kind of going back the way it was. So uh, the school districts in in Los Angeles, the two biggest district, is not open. They're not going to open, uh, and I think you'll see some of this going across the country again. So it, it uh, it's not pretty. Defunding the police—that's a stupid thing, isn't it? Hmm. What are you going to do? So uh, let's just see what happens here this next week. On a happier note, uh, Bob, I understand that we've got the the stock challenge starts today. Tell me how it works, Bob. Yes, Sid, you're right. The Ed and Bob stock challenge starts today. People can sign up. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it runs through the end of the year. So we've got plenty of time for you to show how smart you are with stocks. Uh, it's called the Ed and Bob stock challenge. It's absolutely free. Um, here's, I'm going to tell you exactly, uh, what you do and how it works. It costs nothing to play zero. Anybody can do it. All you have to do is register. Here's where you go to do that. Go to how the market Click on contests. It will be up there on in the t- top. Then search for Ed and Bob, because a lot of people do contests on this website. And if you can't find it that way, go to our Facebook or Twitter post uh, today and click on the link. We'll have the link so you can go straight there. Everybody, once you get signed up and you get ready to go, everybody starts with $1,000 in fake money, because you don't put any of your money in this. This is all fake. And you must put at least 95% of it in one stock. And then we'd like for you to trade that stock every two days, something like that, so that you know somebody just doesn't buy one stock and let it sit there for four months. We, we want you to have a little bit of, you know, put a little effort into this and try to figure out which stock to choose every couple of days. Uh, but, you know, 95% of 
uh, everything every two days into one stock and see how it does. You might find yourself getting pretty smart on um, the stock market and we will actually put some real money in it and uh, do well because if uh, one thing that's been true with Trump being president, people in the stock market have made a lot of money. So anyway, the contest runs through the end of the year. We're going to post the results from time to time, talk about how people uh, are doing. But uh, be sure you're part of it. It's going to be fun. The Ed and Bob Stock Challenge costs nothing to play. Go to howthemarketworks.com, click on Contests, then search for Ed and Bob uh, all together, not, not three words, but Ed and Bob. Uh, or you can go to our Facebook and Twitter posts and click on the link and get right there. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Ed, you ready for this challenge? I am ready. I uh, have a great stock picked out. I've got a real famous stock and also one not so famous. But the only thing I don't like about the contest is that you have to trade it every two days. Maybe you can trade and then trade back to the stock that you like so much. But, you know, there's a lot of stocks right now that's just going through the roof. So it's, it's, it's pretty much an easy contest. About anything you pick is going to do well right now. So I, I see the percentages that they're all up. So I tell you what, somebody's going to hit a home run with this. Now, I'm not so much a stock player as I used to be. Uh, when I was on county commission and handling my own investments and things, I was really up to date on it. And I'm not so up to date as I was before. So I'm going to struggle with this somewhat. So you'll be easy to beat. I'll be easy to beat. So you can do that. I hope everyone will sign up. I think uh, we'll probably have a woman win, don't you think? <laughs> they always win the ball game guesses too. So anyway, we're looking forward to this. So let's get all signed up and get it going, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. So, Bob, what else is in the news? What else is in the news? Let's see. I saw California is closing the bars again. They're going. They're backing up, and they are also. Uh, you can no longer go into dining, any restaurants, and dine. So that's that's out again. It's either takeout um, or drive-through. So that's in California, and it may be. You know, you may find that in other places. Florida set a record of over fifteen thousand coronavirus cases in one day. <laughs> so. Folks, and especially said, you know, during the, if you remember, during, they said during warm weather, it won't spread as fast. So we've had like 100 degree days across America, and it seems to be spreading quickly again. So if fall comes and starts getting cold and cooling off, can you imagine what I'd be, do, be doing then if we do not take precautions now? So people, wear a mask, take care of yourself. Take care of our elderly people. Other things in the news. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, Ed. When Obama was president, he hardly ever mentioned Joe Biden. He never really let Biden do much of anything. Uh, You know, he he treated Biden kind of like he was a grandpa that sleeps on the lounger sofa after dinner. And now all of a sudden, he's the savior for the Democratic Party, and they think he's going to be the greatest president ever? I don't buy it. I don't even think they believe it. And and uh, that disturbs me. Listen, I, I want us all to get back to normal, but I don't think Joe Biden's the answer for anything. Uh, Trump uh, can be crazier than uh, I'll get out, but he's good. He's, a, he's not a politician. He's a businessman. 
I don't agree with them all the time, but I think for business, the stock market, the economy, getting people back to the lowest unemployment ever, he's the guy that's going to do that. That's my personal opinion. Uh, you know, and Ed, I, you gave us a show to watch called Goliath. I think, I think, no, somebody else gave me that. Uh, but you're doing these reality things like Pillow Talk and a 90 Day Romance. I can't do that. I mean, I can't do reality shows. Can't do it. Cannot do it. I don't care how many times you want to tell me to do that. Uh, but I will give you a recommendation, Goliath. I got that from a friend. That's a good one. And um, somebody else gave me a list of shows. And so in the next week, uh, when we watch something at night, I'll try to mark them down and and let you know. I know I don't even have to ask it. I know what he's going to do. He's going to end up telling us about this 90-day romance. Right, Ed? Well, Bob, here's some news items that got my attention. So uh, I don't know. But, you, you know, this clemency for Roger Stone. I don't have a problem with that because all these politicians and people in office, they offer clemency to a lot of people and their friends. But the thing that bothered me about it was Roger Stone, when he walks out of a building, there's somebody behind him with a banner, and he raises his arms up in the air like he's just won a billion dollars or something every time he does that. So he commuted his sentence, commuted the fine and more. So there you go. But that's, did he do something illegal? Yeah, probably. But he's a friend of Trump, and that makes a lot of difference, doesn't it? Now, up in New York, um, Cuomo, or Como is threatening a $2,000 fine if you break the coronavirus quarantine. I'd like to see him try to catch that, you know what I mean? And in Iran, I saw where the, the nuke facilities there were under attack, some type of a campaign underway there. And, of course, you got the Washington Redskins changing their brand, changing their name, and um, I, I don't, uh, you know, there's a, the Indians are involved in a lot of things. Like the Atlanta Braves are not going to change, they say. They're not going to do it. Uh, and you've got the hockey team uh, in Chicago. So I don't think they're going to change either. But anyway, Washington's going to change because why? It's in Washington, of course. They're at the Capitol. So, uh, and of course, I, I mentioned earlier, too, like in California, they're really backing down on all this stuff. They're going to order widespread closures of businesses as these cases are surging out there. Uh, you know, they had people sitting in the patios and eating and drinking, but they're, now they're going to close that. So it's not pretty. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are dying. Emergency rooms are full. Hospital intensive care units are full, and we still have people, a lot of people, including friends of mine, who say there's no such thing as this virus. It's just all political. It's just all something that's set up, and I don't have to wear a mask, and I'm not going to wear a mask. Well, some places you'll have to wear a mask to get in, that's for sure. So uh, TV shows, well, I'm still hung up on Downton Abbey, that first season, and this, uh, now I know Bob doesn't like reality shows, but I'll tell you, this this 90-day romance, it's really gotten my attention. I've enjoyed watching that, and especially the, the follow-up on that, what's called Pillow Talk, where some former contestants are sitting in their beds in their pajamas or whatever, and they're talking about the current contestants and talking about that. And it's To me, I got into it, and it's funny. I know it's probably rigged. That's okay. 
it rigged or not, I mean, everything is rigged. So whether it's rigged or not, it, to me, it's entertaining. Of course, it doesn't take a lot for me to get entertained, okay? Let's just keep that in mind. And the soap operas are still around, too. But they're not recording new ones. They're so showing the old ones. So uh, i tell you what, Bob, that's about it for me. So I'm going to say goodbye. All right, Ed, talk to you later, brother. I look forward to seeing you again soon. We'll have to do dinner again like we did. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast. I don't know why, but it's being listened to in over 22 countries and even China. Maybe they'll hear some of the bitching I did about China earlier being the culprits in this coronavirus. But take care of everybody. Wear masks. Come on, people. Let's let's just do it. I, I, I know some people say, I don't need to wear a mask. It's not my fault. It's a bunch of propaganda. Wear a mask. Take care of yourself. Take care of our elderly people. Check on people. People that are by themselves at home as this thing spikes. Call them. Text them. Email them. Uh, go by and sit on their front porch or sit in their yard while they're on the front porch. And let's try to take care of each other. Join our Ed and Bob Stock Challenge, okay? This is going to be something will get your mind maybe off the coronavirus and wearing a mask, things like that. Once again, this is how you, you play. It starts today, goes through the end of the year, costs nothing to play. Just register at howthemarketworks.com, click on contests, then search Ed and Bob. If you don't can't find it there, go to our Facebook or Twitter post, click on the links, and we'll get you there. And see if you can beat Ed and Bob on picking stocks. You'll get $1,000 in fake money to trade, and, and you, change, you, know, you sell and buy and sell every two days, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see. Uh, we'll have reports on how uh, all the people that are in it are doing. So join us for our stock challenge. It should be a lot of fun. All right. Take care, everybody. We will see you here soon, maybe in less than a week. That's it for the Ed and Bob Show. Kick it off, Dean. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Just like the fella said, tell me quick, ain't love